Welcome to the Equipping You in Grace podcast, hosted by Dave Jenkins. The Equipping You in Grace podcast is a podcast about helping Christians develop a biblical worldview in a conversational tone about issues inside and outside the church. Now, for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. All right, everybody. Well, welcome back to the Equipping You in Grace podcast. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this show. And today we're going to talk about the purpose of small groups and biblical illiteracy. And this is such an important subject. And it, and it's important that we understand not only what small groups are, uh, there's not much conversation out there about that, but uh, there's even less about how small groups, or none at all, I, I think, pretty much none at all, talking about how small groups can help promote biblical literacy in the church. So I, I hope that you'll find this show helpful uh, to your life and ministry. Anyways, uh, here we go. Small, you know, small groups, they, they are an essential ministry for the local church and the Christian over 50 times in the New Testament, Christians are instructed to one another, each other. Uh, in Acts 2, 42 through 48, the early church gathered together around the word, uh, prayer, food, doing life with one another. This is what small groups should be about. And that's why I want to talk to you about this. Now, small groups are not first and foremost a time for us as Christians to gather only for fellowship or even to share a meal. Uh, fellowship is important. Eating together is always good. Uh, you know, I love food. Uh, the central point of, of small groups, though, is to gather around the Word, to pray with God's people. Now, gathering around the Word, it means to be clear that you read Scripture together. Someone leads a discussion of the text by people in the group. Th- this format, it encourages participation among the members of the group. So, you know, everyone can learn. And this is important because small groups are the perfect environment for people to ask questions, to receive prayer, and to receive care. And while learning and discussion methods may vary from group to group, what matters is that the scriptures are central. Whether your group it chooses a sermon-style presentation with, you know, questions at the end, a discussion via a question-and-answer a format, or even some other configuration of study. I've done them all. As long as a Bible is a focus of your group session, you're headed in the right direction. One, one way to start your small group is to spend time in prayer. First ask people what prayer requests they have. Then, then allow for conversation, even ministry to happen among one another for 30 minutes after everyone is shared you know, their prayer requests ask people to pray for one another. After this, wrap up the prayer time and go into the Word together. This way, there's prayer, there's fellowship, there's time in the Word. I, I suggest this order because it's often more important for people to have a time of prayer with each other than to go deep in a discussion on Scripture. If there's one area that's often neglected in the church today, it's, it's sadly one of praying for one another. And, and in the rest of this show today, I want to come back to 
asking questions in, in, in small groups uh, because not only do we not talk enough about small groups, there's not enough conversation in the church about the value of asking questions and answering them in a small group. Since small groups are the means for you know, encouraging spiritual growth, we, we should encourage everyone to ask any and all questions that they have. No question should be off limits. You know, as we explore the biblical text, our answers should be uh, always be explained through a biblical lens from Scripture. At, at times, for the study of the subject, it's going to be required before an adequate answer can be given. That's why when that happens, you can say, hey, well, let's come back next time to that particular point or that particular question and, and take a look at what God's Word has to say to it. And then that person studies it and gives a answer the per person facilitating the group and 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 the point of the person facilitating the group should should take notes and make efforts to follow up on the issue at hand so that a response can be given at at the next uh, group meeting that's 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 the right way to handle that uh the the point of having questions and an answer time is that small groups they provide a safe place for people to ask questions without judgment without getting any dirty looks for not knowing what people uh, should know. This is this is a time to ask your questions, to get them answered. In fact, the goal of small groups is to provide a safe place for people in our local churches to receive care, prayer, ask questions, fellowship with one another. Small group leaders need to know the essentials of the faith and, and to be able to explain them. that They should be humble, faithful, servant leaders, willing to study, willing to learn, and already know sound doctrine. Over the years, I've been increasingly thankful both for the small groups I've been privileged to lead in the local church and, and those small groups I've participated in as a non-leader. If you're in a local church, and you must be as a Christian, that's where the normal Christian life happens, you need to be in a small group. You, you need it for the sake of your own soul. Like you need the Lord's Day on Sunday. You need to be in a small group with other Christians to receive prayer and care and fellowship and, you know what, even food <laughs> and, and fun. You know, small groups can be a time of fun. Um, you know, even at, even in our small group at our, our local church, we, we even have barbecues and often those are at my house and, you know, I barbecue. And for those of you that don't know, I actually love to barbecue and I'm, I'm good at it. But even there we're, we're fellowshipping. We're asking how, how are you? How are you doing? What's, what's happening in your life? We're getting in each other's lives even more. So even with the focus on fellowship, the focus still is on encouragement, on fellowship, and using the word to encourage one another and uh, to to help each other and and to you know dig into each other's lives and and this is so important because you know the the thing about the questions um, you know when I led a small group in Southern Idaho, um, it struck me that people had questions and I said, well, you know what, we're gonna have a time after the teaching that that we're going to have questions. And I just went up on the, the black, there's a whiteboard there. It was in a, we met in a conf, the conference room of the church. And, and so we had a whiteboard there and, and people would, uh, the men would ask questions and, uh, we would spend, you know, time even well after, uh, I had taught, uh, uh answering questions. And, um, 
You know, that that was a good thing because it showed me that even even grown men, seasoned men, they, they may not even know the most basic things, uh, things that you would think that they should know, they don't know. And so they have real questions, and, and this provides a safe place for those questions to be asked and answered, not not to shame anybody, not to make anybody feel less than, but to walk alongside them, to help them, to provide, to be a genuine blessing to them. Uh, this is this is what small groups should look like. You know, obviously, we we believe that the preaching of the word um, and, and the means of grace, you know, the sacraments should be central in especially the preaching of the word should be central in the on the Lord's day but following that following that pulpit ministry which is central to the health and the life of the church it extends to small groups and so we need small groups because you know this this is where we can connect um, you know around the word and even talk about the sermon and talk about a variety of biblical subjects and maybe even read a book together or go through a book of the Bible together and study it and learn to study it and and so much more there there's infinite possibilities with with small groups the the key to leading a small group well guys is this it's it's to be faithful to the word and faithful to the person and work of Jesus revealed in scripture after that, how you lead the small group, it, it matters very little. The, the, the way in which, what I mean is the way in which you lead a small group has very, uh, you don't have to preach a sermon. Um, you don't even have to have notes. You, you can, I, I've led small, I've led uh, many meetings where, small group meetings where um, I took the person's prayer request. It seemed to be a common theme in the group, and we just looked at a, a variety of scriptures uh, uh, going through them, and then we spent time praying about those particular issues. Sometimes sometimes people just need uh, to be listened to, and, and so you spend the time listening and, and providing biblical counsel to that person so that they're encouraged and everybody else ends up encouraged and instructed because you know what they see is they see an example themselves of how to be an encouragement how to provide biblical counseling uh to uh, uh, another man another person uh that is so that that so there there's never there's never a lose-lose in a small group uh, regardless of how you go about it, it, it there's no lose-lose. There's only a win-win, it, it, as long as, with the caveat, right? Uh, there's always a caveat, uh, that you're faithful to Christ, that you're faithful to the Word, and, and you're, you're, you're aiming to, to help people. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. You cannot go wrong if that's the motivation of your heart. And that's why I said that it doesn't matter how you lead the small group if you're faithful to Christ and faithful to scriptures and you're aiming to love and care for people. I mean, my goodness, you know, you can do your small group however you want, you know, in, in my view, you know, under, under, you know, obviously you're the pastor and the elder might have a different opinion, you know, but, but, you know, when you're talking about leading a small group of, you know, whether that's couples or, or it's, it's gender specific, you know, the goal of the small group should be that you lead faithfully in Scripture, faithfully in the person and work of, of Jesus, and, and aim to 
help people grow and and even if you're a participant how do you participate let's talk about that participating briefly in a small group that this is such a vital thing too because you know you might not be the leader but you might you you know have thoughts and participate and and don't just sit there and and think well well i have nothing to say or i'm not useful or you know i'm not theologically educated and so i have nothing to say well you know what? That's not true. You, you, if you have questions, if you have comments, you have observations, prayer requests. You know, everybody, everybody has uh, something to say, and and we need that. You know, you don't uh, have to be uh, uh, extremely proficient in in th- or have a theological education in a small group to participate. You just need to come, ready to share, ready to be a blessing, and uh to to other christians and um so so think about that how in your small group can you be a blessing to somebody how how can you pray for them how can you encourage them how can you show that that you care about them and and all those things well you know that starts with you it starts with you being in the word yourself and and daily reading it and studying it and and uh you know praying even for those in the group writing down their prayer request is is a good idea um and and uh getting into their lives I, I even asking follow-up questions on sunday how is how is such and such situation or even in private how is such and such situation how, how's that going how can i be praying more and this is so important because it communicates care it communicates concern and and that's just so so vital well there's a lot that could be said about these subjects. Uh, I've said quite a bit here in this episode. There's not too much more for me to say. So I want to thank you for listening or, or watching this episode of the Equipping You and Grace podcast. Until next Wednesday, um, next Monday and Wednesday, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Equipping You and Grace podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate us on the app, and share this with your friends and family on social media. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Servants of Grace, on Instagram at Servants of Grace, or by searching at Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this episode and many others like it on the front page of our website, servantsofgrace.org.